Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by Northeastern University. Northeastern University's DeMoor McKim School of Business offers the master's degree for corporate entrepreneurs, the MS in innovation. This program is available 100% online and is completed in just one year. It's designed to develop leaders and change agents within the corporate setting. If you want to foster explosive growth within your organization through next-generation products or services and business model innovations, they want to hear from you. Northeastern is now accepting applications for its January cohort of online innovation students. Get started today by visiting msininnovation.com. That's msininnovation.com. Hey there, listeners. Today's episode is about the five lessons I've learned from Steve Jobs. This episode is one of the most popular episodes we've had on our archives. And we're rebroadcasting it today because it's no longer in our feed, but it's so valuable I want to share it with you. For those who don't know, I love studying greatness. I love studying people that have done great things. One of those people is the late Steve Jobs. Now, he's had a controversial life, but there are five things I think are his best qualities, qualities that we all can take on to become better entrepreneurs. Pump up the volume and enjoy this episode because you might find the things I share with you in it will help you become a great entrepreneur as well. Show the business podcast that's all about business builders that roll up their sleeves and get things done. That's why every single episode is practical and you could put it into practice right away. Subscribe and get our daily 10 minute business podcast for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's episode, you will learn. Five business secrets I learned from Steve Jobs. I've been a student of Steve Jobs' work and his legacy. And don't get me wrong, Steve wasn't perfect. No one is. But there are many things he's done exceptionally well as a business builder. And today I'm going to share with you five secrets, five things that really are exclusive to his legacy. These are things that define the reason why he was successful. And I want to pass them on to you because I've picked up these five things and they've helped me tremendously in my own journey as an entrepreneur. Some of these are not so easy to implement because they take time to see results. And some of these you can implement right away and they can change things instantly. I can't wait to get into today's lesson, so let's get down to business. A lot of people don't know that Steve Jobs' journey as an entrepreneur was not always super smooth. I had a few bumps along the road. He co-founded Apple in 1976. Then nine years later, in 1985, he was ousted from the company that he started. And then in 1997, 12 years later, when Apple's near bankruptcy, he returned back to Apple and saved the company. As we know, Steve Jobs passed away in October 2011, but he left a legacy behind and a great story and some really great lessons on entrepreneurship. And I want to share with you five of what I call his secrets of entrepreneurship in today's lesson. I just want to make this super clear. Steve Jobs is not the average entrepreneur. He's exceptional. He's built the most valuable company in the world. I would consider that exceptional. And he's rightfully found his place in history among with Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, and Walt Disney. So there's a lot to learn from his legacy, but I'm going to give you the five I feel are the most impactful things you can implement 
in your business. The first one is focus. When Jobs returned to Apple in 1997, Apple was producing a random array of different products, computers, peripherals. They had a dozen different versions of Macintoshes. It was a mess. And after a few weeks as CEO, he drew a line in the sand and told everybody, stop. He grabbed a magic marker and wrote down on the whiteboard two columns, consumer and pro, and then two rows that say desktop and portable. He told his team, let's just focus on four great products one for each quadrant. And he told everybody, we're going to cancel all other products. Obviously, that shocked the company. They said, hey, we spent a lot of time and money creating all these other products that you want to just cancel. But Steve knew you can't do everything right. You can't have so much on your plate and implement every single thing perfectly. He said, let's not do what other competitors do, where they're mediocre in a lot of products. He said, let's be the best in a few products. And the thing about Jobs is that when he had meetings, he would realign his management ever so often and make sure they're still focused. Let's focus on being great at these products. And even till today, even though they have several products, they're very focused. I mean, if you go to the Apple website, take a look what they have. They have laptops, they have desktops, they have iPads, and they have a phone. They have some smaller accessories like the iPod and the iWatch, which go along with the iPhone. But compared to the competitors, how many different types of PCs are out there? There's literally hundreds. How many different configurations can you have? So Apple's still a company that focuses. And even though they have more products than they did 10 years ago, they focused on perfecting those products before they moved on to other products. They were known for focusing on quality. One of my favorite stories is that near the end of his life, Jobs visited Larry Page, who's the co-founder of Google. And even though Google and Apple were feuding for some time, Jobs was still willing to give some advice. And he told Larry, the main thing I stressed was focus. He told Larry, figure out what Google wants to be when it grows up. I love that because it really focuses on where do you want to go with this? What does this look like when it's successful? Awesome advice. So number one secret, focus. Second secret, simplify. A lot of people know that Jobs was fascinated by monk culture. He visited Japan several times a year. And much of the simplicity we see in Apple products today come from the experiences that Jobs had in those temples. He always said simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. He admired simplicity. A lot of people don't know that Steve Jobs worked the night shift at Atari as a college dropout. And he said that he loved that experience because Atari games came with no manual. There was no need to explain anything. Anybody can just learn how to play the game just by popping it in. There's an appeal to simple design, simple user experiences. And this is not only applicable to software. If you're building a course, if you're building a physical store, is it easy for your customers to find what they're looking for? Is it uncluttered and clean? Does it make them feel good? These are things that Steve Jobs really paid attention to. There's a reason why the iPhone has one major button, the home button. He wanted to keep it clean. And that was an iteration from the iPod, the original iPod that had the wheel. And that was very simple compared to what was out there. So keep that in mind when you're building your thing. Secret number three, take responsibility completely. Steve Jobs and Apple took end-to-end responsibility for the user experience. They always got in front of any type of hiccups they had. If there was an issue with a software update, they would get in front of it and say, we're sorry about that. We're going to get that fixed right away. If they had a goof up or a mishap during a demo in a live event, and that happened, 
Steve was the one who took the blame. He's the one who was doing the demo and said, hey, this happens, guys. We're working on new technology, but we'll sort it out before we release the actual product. He never shied away from the media. But at the same time, when he was approached by the media, he took the time to think of an appropriate response for his company. Part of being a leader, part of being an innovator is standing behind what you create. It's okay to make mistakes, just get in front of them. No one's perfect. If you release a product, a course, a software, and something goes wrong or something isn't right, it's okay. Just tell them that you're working on it and you appreciate their patience and the fact that they're a part of what you're doing. Guys, I got two more secrets I want to share with you that I learned from Steve Jobs. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Autodesk. If you're looking for a professional vector design app, you should take a look at Autodesk Graphic. Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI and UX design, and everything else you would expect in a professional vector design app. Open, edit, and save raster or vector images, layered Photoshop or Illustrator files, CSS, SVG, PDF, and just about any other file format you can think of. You can open an AI file and export it to clean CSS code or a web-ready SVG in just a few clicks. It's available on your Mac, on your phone, and even on your iPad so you can design without compromise anywhere you go. And this iPad app isn't a companion app for the desktop version. It's a full-feature design software that pros use to hand-draw vector illustrations, create gorgeous logos, or mock-up websites on the fly. If you have an iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil, it's the vector design app you've been looking for to make your iPad Pro the device to use for design work you normally leave to your desktop. It's the last 2D design app you'll ever need and is available for the price of a few decent stock photos. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or check it out at the Apple Store. Again, that's graphic.com. All right, guys, I got two more secrets. Secret number four that I've learned from Steve Jobs is putting products before revenue. When Jobs and his small team designed the original Macintosh, they wanted to make it insanely great. They want to knock people's socks off. Steve said, don't worry about the price. Just focus on the computer's abilities. And then Apple became a household name. If you recall, I told you in 1985, his own company ousted him. And during that 12-year period when he wasn't there, the company's profits went down because they didn't focus on products. They focused on revenue. But when Jobs returned to Apple, he shifted his focus back to innovation, creating great products. And that's why we have the iMac, the PowerBook, the iPod, the iPhone, the iPad. All these things came because he focused on quality products, innovation, and didn't worry about the bottom line so much. He knew they were going to make money if they just created a great product. All right, guys, my last and fifth secret that I've learned from Steve Jobs is don't be a slave to everybody's opinion. This one's a tricky one because you need to listen to feedback from your customers because it's useful and it can give you a holistic idea of the experience your customers want, but you can't take every piece of advice and implement them right away. Sometimes feedback that people give you is not a good idea for your business. It's not the direction you should be going. Steve had a very strong conviction about the vision of his company. So when he got feedback for improvement that would help that vision, that was in line with that vision, he took it on. But when he got feedback that wasn't, he said, thanks, but no thanks. You got to be that kind of leader if you want to create a legacy of great products and services. It reminds me of that quote of Henry Ford when he said, if I asked my customers what they wanted, they would say a faster horse because they couldn't conceptualize a automobile. But remember guys, feedback's important. Make sure it's in line with the vision of the company. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. Guys, if you want to win a free ride, just leave us an iTunes rating and a review. Go to 100mba.net slash show for all the details. All right, guys, tomorrow is Q&A weekends where we answer your questions. But before that, I want to leave you with this. 
When I was a kid in school, my favorite subject was history, just because I used to love hearing about people's stories. I'd like to learn from their own experiences. And as an entrepreneur, I find that sometimes it's one of the best teachers. There's so many mistakes you can avoid, and there's so many ways you can improve your business simply by just paying attention to somebody else's story. In today's case, it was Steve Jobs, but there's plenty of stories out there, including your own. So don't forget to reflect on your own journey. All right, guys, thanks for listening as always, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Take care.